Welcome back to Indie Ball Nation. Got a little something different here, an audio exclusive. And unlike the other audio exclusives I have recently done, uh, which have been cutting room floor sort of editions of things I've recorded with Nick from Indie Ball Report, as I'm sort of the co-host, I guess, at this point, over on his weekly show that drops on Saturdays. You should definitely check out if you have not already. Uh, this is, I would say, maybe a bonus episode, and I think that's how I'll label it, because it is taken from our episode. However, it sort of in itself was an entire episode. It's about 20-something minutes, and, and it's really on just one topic, which is Frontier League expansion, and it's been prompted by the article that recently came out involving Tri-City staying in the Frontier League, but the really heavy hints and indications within that article that Empire State would no longer be in the league uh, at least in the very near future. Uh, of course, that is the traveling team in the Frontier League, so that is something that you would like to see. This isn't bad news. not like someone losing a, a team, not a town that's losing a team, but it is something that's noteworthy because we don't really know where they would go, and there's a lot of options on the table, whether that's a team from another league or expanding into a former MILB uh, city. So there's a lot of things on the table, so we kicked that around for about 20 minutes. Uh, I would say beforehand, uh, we, we do note it, I guess, midway through all this. Yeah, if you'd like to follow along, if you're not geography-minded necessarily, uh, and you would like to see a map in front of you, uh, the Frontier League website does have a good map of where all the teams are in the league that you can kind of find. I think it's one of the drop-downs at the top of their uh, their website. But I'm also pretty sure that you can just sort of find that if you Google it as well. So, uh, Or maybe you just know geography, which I struggled with at times in this, as uh, both Nick and I at various points, we're grasping at some straws for possible markets, but there are some that are very good options, I think. So, I don't know, it's an interesting conversation. Hope you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, a little bonus content, audio exclusive. Let's see uh, see how this goes. I hope that, uh, <laughs> as I said, I hope you enjoy it. For whatever you mm-hmm. want to do, because Perfect. part of part of that sixteen number, if you could get rid of Empire State and I think find a market in Canada, I think you'd really appease some of those Canadian markets there. I know when Quebec was supposed to get the All Star Game, in that article it mentioned, you know, we'd love a team. I think it was oh, I'm blanking on the team president in Quebec that they would love a team in, say, Montreal or another team in Quebec to really kind of, you know, build a rivalry with and establish something with there, too. So let's just say Canada in general. All of a sudden, you can more easily set up, you know, little schedule pods, and maybe you play against yeah. a pod every year, you know, mm-hmm. and you just take one playoff team from each pod. You still have you have a slightly bigger playoff now. Yes, you have. Well, no. No, you wouldn't. If it's four pods, four playoff teams versus six, so you drop a wild card game, which probably is more appealing to whoever has to travel in that wild card game. Um, right. You'd lose certainty in the uh, expense of going there. Sure, you lose the potential of possibly getting a couple extra home games, but I can't imagine the travel versus the home game offsets itself, but whatever. That's a different issue entirely. You would go ahead and be able to play that pod and maybe have a more NFL like schedule set up there that probably would eliminate that travel concern and Tri-City makes it nice and easy to where you can say okay Tri-City New York the two New Jersey teams handled done and it's all relatively easy there plus Albany is a good region it's a good market to have just from a numbers perspective from a potential perspective and 
Yeah, overall, they, they also run just a really tight ship. They run a nice organization. They run a good club there on and off the field. So, like you said, it's, for lack of a better term, it's almost a model franchise you'd want to have, and it really does help the overall look of the league. And, yeah, the attendance hasn't been where the team it's has, itself has expected it to be or wanted it to be, but overall, it's still fairly strong comparatively. Now, I don't know if their bookkeeping on that regard is uh, as truthful as some teams are or as mm. untruthful as yeah, some teams are. Yeah, trust, yeah. But even still, let's just assume that it's, you know, in the general range of that, what, 2,400, 2,600 number, that's still pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think it through. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it's definitely interesting. I, what I'm looking at right now is the map. I think it, it's a common, I don't think it's stepping out on any sort of uh, ledge here to say that, uh, you know, four divisions of four teams is a far better way to set things up than two divisions of eight. It's just an undertaking. It's a pain. Yeah. Um, just looking at how things are set. Um, Again, I don't want to get too much into it. I mean, like, they can really add a market anywhere yeah. if they're getting rid of Empire State because Lake Erie sits straight in the middle of the two divisions. So they can go east or west if they want to do that. Um, if they go and put a team... Oh, my God. I'm just looking at their footprints. It's such a mess. Jesus Christ. All right. I mean, you have the obvious pod, the New York, New Jersey pod. That's a great setup. Yeah. You can do a Canada one um, from there. You would drop a team down. You have options. Yeah, I think putting a team out west would make so much sense, or a team up in Canada makes so much sense. They kind of have can go either direction there. I'm just trying to. Uh, I don't really have a train of thought here. I'm just sort of processing as I look at it and trying to look at what markets might be around. But yeah, that, uh, that northeast we've talked about before is so complicated. Extent, trying to expand up there is so difficult. Owners are very cautious with the weather. Um, potential owners, rather. Yeah, but you look at the teams that are within the footprint. I mean, Charleston, I, I've said before, I don't have hard facts on it, but I've, from knowledge of the situation and hearing some whispers, like I would not be surprised if they had interest in the Frontier League. Um, I mean, Carson Table ownership has openly complained about uh, being in the Atlantic League previously, so okay, I would not be surprised yeah, if they cut cost. Um, yeah, so I don't care. I'm not protecting anybody there. Um, which yeah. they would also fit nicely with that Lake Erie, Washington market. Yeah, they would. Um, but just Lake Erie, or they could fit right into like that Southwest thing. If you made it like them, the Yalls, the Otters, and the Grizzlies, they're real close to the wild things, obviously. So there's a way, few ways you can do it. Um, yeah, I was, ho- yeah, I was hoping you were going to bring up Charleston too, because I know there's going to be at least a couple people that are like, we're putting that math and that calculus together in their head. They're like, well, they mentioned Charleston last week. So. When's it going to come into this week? But yeah, uh, continuity in the show. It's so complicated. I mean, if we talk about them trying to cut something down, it'd be gateway. I don't think they have any interest in really cutting gateway though. So like, also we're just and I know for a fact they are not going to drop the yalls. That was something that I heard yeah. was, you know, the Atlantic league when they were working on genomes alternatives, I think early on, I think they were sniffing around the yalls. Um, and it, there was just no movement there. That's a market. They like it's, uh, right it's Cincinnati. a good market. Yeah. Brand-wise, it's good. Yeah, that's something. Online that, engagement's also pretty solid, too. Very true. And I was yeah, looking at some of the merch this, this uh, earlier today, and I got to be honest with you, really good pricing. A lot of like, their replica jerseys, which aren't exactly you know, on-field quality, but I mean, how many people really want that? 
40 bucks yeah. for that is pretty solid for one of the specialty jerseys, the replica version of it. I mean, that's that's pretty good. It's only $10 more than a hat. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, 15 more than a t-shirt, you might as well go for the jersey at that point. Yeah, I agree. All right, I'm giving my final answer on something here. I'm going to say I think they got to go east. That's east? my opinion. Yeah, they can anchor then, you know, Washington would be the farthest east. That is a bit of a spread. Like the East Division would then have more of a north-south feel to it, like on travel, and the West Division would have more of an east-west sort of angle to it. So uh, you could do then like the wild things, yalls and otters and grizzlies in one division, or you could do like otters, yalls, crushers, wild things. Sorry if people are listening to this and are doing vision, but like basically that would give them options. They could either do the Western League, if you want to call it that, the Western Division, they could split it further into like really West and Eastish West, where you could do like North and South. And then you can look East and they could either expand in the East Division, South, and then just do the Boulders, Miners, and Jackals with whoever they expand with a little further South, or they could go up into either New England or Canada. And then you can just wrap those teams, whoever is most convenient. Like, I think that's the move. That's simple. Of course, it's not what it's about, really. You know, if somebody shows up with the money to play in the West, that's what's going to happen in Lake Erie. You can just deal with your commute or your drive, or I guess the wild things. I yeah, wild Erie, things actually. Make, it's the wild things are the middle east, team. Yeah. I always forget. Yeah, they're yeah. right by Pittsburgh, um, so yeah, slightly more, but you know, not much. Yeah, I should have said that the whole time, but it's okay. Yeah, well, um, the thing we should have mentioned in the beginning is if you wanted to see the league map, you can go to the Frontier League's website, and under League, there's literally a tab for league map to help you visualize yeah. this if you want to do that um, and follow along at home yeah um but yeah yeah it, it's so fascinating i think they're the most interesting one in so much and uh, you know this is as i said it's probably off-season talk but i think so much is riding on what the frontier does because they are at a point where they need to kind of jump now like they yeah. i think tri-city uh, the fact that tri-city publicly acknowledged that they're not thrilled with this makes me believe that there might have been some conversation behind the scenes which might have been like yeah we'll come back and we'll can like lock this in with you guys but like we want to see movement here and i'm sure i I, empire state i don't know how their split with the empire league is but i think they the frontier league and the ownership of teams probably footing a lot of that bill too like Mm. that's not what they want it hurts the legitimacy it hurts the the bank account you know it's just for so many reasons i'm sure owners are pressing like that's got to end this year um so the two big things are what the Frontier League is going to do. Um, I think their move is to add, and then it's going to be what the Atlantic League is going to do. And I, the Atlantic League, I think, is equally likely to add a team as they are to drop a team right now, which is fascinating. I, I'm so interested to see what they do. Yeah, Two thoughts. Two thoughts on the Frontier League thing. One, like where I'd look to say, and obviously like you're 100% right with whoever comes with the money and the best business plan, particularly money, is going to be the winner on this. But if we got a choice in geographic region, I agree more Eastern is where I'm looking here. But I think like Western New York to Eastern Ontario is where I would like to see a team. Maybe say where London, Ontario is. Maybe Kingston, Ontario. Somewhere maybe down by like Orchard Park, New York. Like that general region. Even Hamilton wouldn't have been terrible for for uh, Ontario there. Because it gives you the flexibility to say, okay, we could go with a Canadian division. Granted, that's a long ride from Hamilton to Quebec City. And even Hamilton, Ontario is a decent bit of a hike. But even still, I mean, Laval would be, I think, a dream scenario for there for 
if you're a, a Canadian team, but what London or Kingston or Hamilton or Orchard Park provides you is the ability to say, okay, we could throw them if we want to ever get bigger. We could throw them with Albany. We could throw them with Rockland. We can throw them with the New Jersey clubs. We could throw them with the Ohio and Pennsylvania club. We could do a lot of different things because they're in a much more centralized location. You have two or three realistic landing spots and it gives you some flexibility there. And as far as like Hamilton goes, it's a fairly large Canadian city. You know, in a way, and obviously this isn't exactly a one for one. I'm sure some Canadians won't love the example. Maybe even some Connecticuters won't love it. But Hamilton's almost Toronto's Hartford, right? If Toronto Mm. is New York, Hamilton is Hartford. So there's a lot. Yeah, there's a large market there. It's um, not quite big enough to be a major league market. You won't see an MLB team, an NHL club there, but you absolutely could find an AHL club there. You could find a AAA level ball club there, that kind of thing. So if you put a frontier league team there, I think there's some potential there. Now, I don't know enough about the, you know, the actual baseball culture and if the population would take to it. I don't know enough about that to say, yeah, I'll on board on that. But from just a market size perspective and a corporate community perspective, it does fit that bill. So that's the first thing on my mind during all that. The second thing on my mind is when you said it's kind of time to jump if you're the Frontier League to relate it to something in a much larger sports sense and it's getting a lot more coverage and obviously independent league baseball. It kind of reminds me of college football realignment in the sense of the Frontier League is kind of in the position that the Pac-12 was in a couple years ago, right? Where they had an opportunity to add a bunch of big market schools in there. I remember, I think it was like 09 when like Texas and Oklahoma were talking about going over there. And then more recently, San Diego State and SMU. And then you have all these other schools that want to go. And they kind of have the choice if you're the Frontier League. You can either turn into what the Big 12s turn into now, which is, not one of the big two, but one that's certainly going to have their future solidified for at least the next 10 to 15 years. They're not going to have to really worry about being stomped out of existence. Or you go to the route that, well, the Pac-12 is right now, which is every school that has another option is scrambling to take it right now because the writing's on the wall. Obviously, two very different situations, but the principle still remains of they have an opportunity to grab some markets right now and really kind of solidify and cement themselves in here are they going to take advantage of that or are they going to allow some of these other leagues to take advantage of that and jump to that both professional and non-professional yeah i think you hit it yeah god man what a complicated situation (laughs) i'm just thinking through all the different angles to it but it is i don't know if i'm that if i'm these leagues i'm trying to solve as much of this before the season even ends as possible i know it's very difficult but just removing as much uncertainty like these leagues uh, it drives me nuts how the Atlantic League keeps wandering into off seasons into the spring with no firm like plan or announced plan of where teams are yeah. like that's just not te- that's not good business and i think i don't know gotta be on top of it in the frontier league i, I hope they they have the sense and the ability obviously obviously they could be trying to do all they can right now but um to really make those moves as soon as they can mm. Yeah, I do wonder, and this will be the last point, because we've talked about markets and stuff before, and I love the fact that I mentioned Rhode Island, because then I got a comment about putting a team in Rhode Island, which is surprisingly yeah. well-detailed and near a prison, so 
interesting. I like it. But one market that I will throw out there, and eventually we'll do either an off-season episode on it or a YouTube video on it, but one that I'm kind of interested in, if they have the ballpark, is like Salisbury, Maryland. I'm interested in that. I don't know why. It just feels like something that may be a possibility somewhere down the line. There's other yeah. For any league in particular? Yeah. Uh, no league no. in particular. Not really. Okay. I The Atlantic would make the most sense geographically, but I, I'm starting to more and more realize that as long as the money is not god-awful, geography does not really matter as long as travel is not, like you know, like I said, horrific. Is this going to poke a big hole in things if I point out that that's technically where Delmarva plays? Yes, it will. Damn. Sorry, buddy. Well, now, hold on here. Is there a possibility? Let me go ahead. Let me, see, let me save myself here by saying think? if the ballpark isn't top of the line, Hagerstown is building a brand new ballpark. And sooner than mm-hmm. later, those contracts that they sign for the professional development license will come due. And if you're the Baltimore Orioles, and you have experience dealing with Hagerstown, who now has a brand new top-of-the-line ballpark that at this point will be less than 15 years old and probably will need minor improvements to get up to par. Can you not leverage that, especially if you're Hagerstown that said, you know what, we would have preferred to remain affiliated? Saying. Yeah, I mean, I think the Marvel Stadium is real, is pretty nice, I recall. I've actually played there before, and it was pretty nice, but that was a few years back. Um, um I'm trying to think that through. Yeah, I guess. Is that that's not one of the ones that like Ripken super involved with. No, it's not. Let's see. The Marva Schwartz. That's the Ironbirds. That's the team he's got. Yeah. No, you're right. You know what? I wasn't there. I was at Aberdeen. No, never mind. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what the ballpark's like. It might be on something. Okay, was, okay, hold on now. It was built in ninety six, so it's getting kinda old by stadium okay. standards. So it's like twenty five years old. Give it ten years. And all of a sudden, now it's 30, 36 years old. We're starting to get towards that mid-end lifespan. And as we know, major league ownership loves the opportunity to get something for nothing. And yeah, that's a fact. And so if they can go ahead and leverage a small community, you bet your ass they'll do it. True. We've seen that. Yeah. I've Countless examples. I, I do think it's still unlikely, but I do see the avenue that you're... I yeah. guess. Let's see. It's oh, okay. I saw something about renovation work being done in fourteen and fifteen, but it looks like the the most recent one was just putting netting in, so that doesn't mean anything. Uh, and in fourteen, they replaced the field, new seating, video board, wrap around, three sixty deck. Oh, cool! They got smart and put a three sixty deck in. They listen. Um, eh, the field is really the question here, so I guess I I jumped the gun on it, but. Uh, you know, either way, I thought it was interesting there. So, well, hey, I like your heads up. Hey. Um, Plus, I'm I mean, I'm really, yeah. yeah. Well, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm just I'm saying, I'm just betting on Major League Baseball being moreless, which I feel like is a safe bet. Yeah, I feel I, I do agree there. I'm like so caught up, and this is the last thing we'll say on this, and yeah. it will probably get cut anyway. So, whatever. Yeah. I'm real caught up on one of these Appalachian League teams hopping. I just think the more I look, the more there's like several potential options out there. Like, um, I don't know, Johnson City steps out. 
Like the Doughboy. Again, there's there's a lot of money questions here, but like Jonathan City steps out as like their attendance is apparently killing it. Looks like they have a good ballpark. They do have a cool looking ballpark. I've actually been there. They're old, but I think they've renovated recently a little bit, and they could probably put some more upgrades in. Uh, they've had a team forever in that market. Um, the uh, what's the other one? I think it's Greenville, Tennessee. I think that's yeah. the one. Good, cool park. Looks like good attendance. Um, and boy, and I don't hear much good about the Appalachian League or the Appalachian League. I was. It's so funny I say Appalachian, but when I say the league, I say Appalachian League. I don't have to do yeah. with that. But anyway, I'll, I'll work that out. Ooh, Bluefield's doing um, pretty bad attendance wise. Princeton's doing horrific. Yeah, oh my god, they, they make the Jackals big, look crowded. Well, they don't have a big ballpark and they don't have a big town. I've always been surprised that they have a team still. It's like kind of a, a bit of a feat. Their attendance is, or their, so their population is like 9,500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's kind of wild that they, but look, like I respect, you know, holding on the team, the league holding them. Like, that's fine. It, look, if it's working for them, it's working for them. I'm not going to question. Like, it's summer ball, whatever. Um, but the ones I'm looking at, like Kingsport, I don't know much about their ballpark, but their tenants, I'm looking for teams that have been going up since joining the, like, starting this new version of this Appalachian League. Like, uh, Kingsport's attendance has been going up. It's weird Pulaski's been struggling. So I used to hear a lot about Pulaski being an option in Virginia and like hearing they have a cool ballpark, which if you look up their ballpark, it's very cool. Like if you check the background, it's very unique. Like it's the backdrop behind the catcher. Uh, it's very cool. It's a shame they're not doing better, but um, that could just be a market not responding to the league. But boy, their tense is, is down big. It's down about a thousand per game over the past two years. Um, but as I say, Johnson City, Greenville, they look like options with good ballparks and good attendance because that's key. Like the, especially if we're talking Atlantic League, their standards high on the ballparks. Um, the Burlington ballpark needs upgrades, but they have a great brand, good attendance. And I believe the Atlantic League winter meeting was at Burlington the one year, a few years back. It was, yeah. So there's something there. And then um, Danville's attendance has been, they've had, they've had some like legit pro ball for a while. Attendance has been improving, but they need some ballpark upgrades there. You but know. yeah, those are thoughts. These are my thoughts. Bur- is it Burlington, North Carolina? Uh, yes. Okay, because if I remember right, from reading that Miles Wolf uh, book, he was one of the guys behind Burlington, which makes me almost want I me mean, because I think he's wound up selling it, but not that long ago. I think like within the past ten years or so. Which makes me almost wonder, and again, like part of my mind's like on college football right now because I'm watching all this go down. And as an ACC fan, I'm like the Ralph on the bus meme of huh, I'm in danger kind of thing right now. But also as a Duke fan, I'm like, we're going to be fine. But uh, regardless of that, like part of me thinks like, you know, Miles is still pretty well connected in the uh, in the American Association and like. At what point does the American Association go? There's some disgruntled teams out east. If, of course, if we were to go ahead and say maybe add Gateway, maybe Charleston, grab like one or two of these uh, Appy teams, we could in theory have an eastern division. And we could do this in a way where like we could divvy up sections here and kind of have a mini tournament playoff style of like you play one playoff round against your division, then you send your champion and then they play, you know, 
more of like a, I guess, a uh, MPB style World Series type of tournament. Yeah. Um, as ambitious as hell. It sounds but extremely far fetched. I know it does. But couple, yeah, but um, if there's if there's a link so, to do it. Yep, thinking it through. Um, I mean, they have twelve. They've expressed the want to go to sixteen. Um, it's going to be hard to go out much further west, in my opinion, without really stretching the footprint out. Um, It'd be too much. Which, I mean, look, they. Yeah, you which, have to I mean, fill look, in we're the going east. We're looking at going east. So, like, that's one thing. But east, you can kind of put. Uh, I guess explain what I mean real quick. If you go west, you'll expand your footprint. Maybe not as far west necessarily but these cities are probably not going to be very close together so you have to find stuff that's uh, close to what you already have and we already have the big gap there where they skip over oklahoma um and then, also now you're starting to worry about uh cannibalizing some pioneer league area because they're right yeah, next exactly, door which i don't and, know if they're worried about you know yeah but, i mean they're also i imagine i just don't think major league baseball gives a damn about any partner league crap and I really don't think yeah. the three previous ones really are respecting uh, the pioneer that much. But still, nah. I mean, it, stepping on the toes is probably not the best way to go about it. And yeah, looking at this map, the states you'd have to go through are not small states. This is not going through like New Jersey or Delaware here. This is going through mm-hmm. like a Nebraska or a Dakota. It, yeah, it, it wouldn't be great. And, and I, I think that. Ukraine, a new Realistically, if they want to start adding some teams, yeah. if you look, they have the straight north-south run from Winnipeg down to Cleveland, which basically runs right up the Mississippi and then down to te- uh, Texas. Um, then you have the, the uh, Chicago cluster. Well, not the like not it like follows parallel to the Mississippi. I mean, and then yeah. literally to the Mississippi, you have the Gary, Chicago, King County, Milwaukee, with Sioux City kind of sticking out closer yeah. to Sioux Falls and Lincoln. So. You have that up and down with like almost a, a arm sticking out. That gives you this big gap in the southeast where you could kind of fold them in, and they would you could reasonably find four markets that are still basically beneath Gary. And I look at teams like you know that would include Charleston, who's not much further west than Gary. Uh, that would include a, you know a um, gateway. Who else might be looking? A gateway for sure. Yeah, these Appalachian. I did it again. It's so weird. I say the league, it gets me. The Appalachian League teams of those Tennessee teams that stick out, like that would fold right on underneath Charleston. Like it's, you could see it. Boy, it would be a lot. (laughs) It would be a huge undertaking. I don't think it's likely. Like we were just saying with with the Frontier League, though, if you go to pod scheduling, it starts to work itself out a bit more. Yeah, Cleburne's right. the obvious issue, and also I'm not sure what the deal is with uh, Sioux City still. I know like a year or so back they were having that feud between ownership and the city over like stadium seating, so that's not a great look. The Canaries are going to need a new ballpark sooner than later, uh, so that's a that's going to be a major problem to deal with. But and also Cleburne, you know, they're on new ownership group, what, three in the past four years. So that's probably not mm-hmm. the most stable thing. And I have to imagine they'll be sniffing around in, uh, oh, was it Shreveport that's building a new ballpark? The one in Louisiana? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah but so, that's supposed to be committed to, what, okay. Summer Ball or whatever. But, it's already Summer yeah. Ball? I thought that was still open in the air. I can double check that. All right, yeah. I thought they were still like, they're looking at everything here. I just thought it was a ma- uh, question of, 
does the American Association want to go back to a market they were previously in and did not last in? I may not have a lot, but I love what I got. A four by four and a good fishing spot. I hope this time my card won't.